Hi guys, welcome to another one of my episodes. I'm so glad you guys are letting me know what you're doing, letting me know that invoices, sales invoices that is, are the most important thing for your business and how you're raising them and the logos that you have on them for those of you that do and the style of invoicing that you use which is amazing. So thank you so much for that and we're still attacking invoices because we really need to, this is the most important part of your business. So many people even forget to raise invoices because to be honest, it's one of those things that, ah, it's easy to forget. Imagine you have five back-to-back jobs in one morning, you know, you, it's, it's, it's hard to sit down and remember, oh, um, this customer, I did this job for them and I had to buy more parts for them or this catering event, you know, they ordered more drinks or more people showed up, so I have to bump up the price and include that. So it can get a little bit daunting when you're raising an invoice. And that's why I really want you to get to grips with it and have a system in place whereby adding stuff on is easy and even just initially raising the invoice is easy and also... <clears throat> remembering to raise the invoice is easy. So you have like this routine in place that, that you keep going and it um it makes your life easy because now you have your cash coming in and it's coming in using different styles, you know. Are they paying you by bank transfer? Is it by PayPal? Is it by card? So you have all these cool ways you're getting money from the customers and you have all these cool ways you're actually sending out invoices to them. So... Let's get back to basics. What is an invoice? What should be on an invoice? Because that's the crucial part. Once you know what goes on an invoice, then you know that you're communicating with the customer in the best way you can and in the most professional way you can. And because they have all the information, they're able to to, to pay your invoice. So what did we say goes on an invoice? So, when you're raising an invoice, what goes on it? So, you have your invoice title. Is it a tax invoice? So, we talked about tax invoices. A tax invoice and a sales invoice are the same. Only difference is it has VAT on it because you're VAT registered. So, that's why you'd sort of try and call it a tax invoice because then you're making it like really look professional. But apart from that, even if you're VAT registered, you can start, just call it a sales invoice. It doesn't really matter. So these are the most important things we'll have to do. So you have your title, sales invoice or tax invoice. And then you have your customer contact details. So this would come under the title. So picture an A4 sheet of paper. And at the top left corner, you have the word sales invoice. So right underneath that title is the best place to have your customer contact details. So what are your customer contact details? So we talked about this. Who are you sending these invoices to? So it has to be an accounts department if it is a large company. So over here is you, you've got the, the name and address of the accounting department and you are writing the name and address over here. Or if it's a, a small business, one-man band, you know, um, some IT company you did some work for, you did some plumbing, you're able to 
just write it to the owner and address it to the owner. So that would go on the left-hand side under your title sales invoice. <clears throat> we move on to the right-hand side of your sales invoice. So the first thing that you can write on your on the right-hand side of your A4 paper of your sales invoice would be your invoice date. So your invoice date would be the date you did the work. So this is what gets confusing. Say you did the work on the 15th and you're invoicing a week later because you forgot about it. Make sure you're invoicing on the 15th. This is so, so important because you have to invoice on the day you did the work. It doesn't matter when you raised the invoice. Even if it's three months later, you'll be able to say, ah, oh, when did I do this work? Maybe dig out emails, look at the emails and say, oh, yeah, 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 we did the work on the 15th. By all means, please, please, please write the 15th of whatever month it was over there or whatever date it was. Don't write your current date because that is confusing for you and that is confusing for the customer because the customer will look at the invoice and say, you didn't do the work today. I don't even remember when you came over here. But now that you're using the actual sales date of when you did the work, they're able to remember. They say, oh gosh, this invoice is dated, I don't know, 15th of March. That was three months ago. I remember when it came in. So it's like you're, you're, you're sort of reminding them of the work you did and the invoice is the payment required for that work you did. So you'd have your invoice date over there. And this is now on the right-hand side of your A4 paper of your invoice. Then under the invoice date, we have the invoice number. Now, we've spoken about invoice numbers. Invoice numbers are very, very important, especially if you're raising this invoice on a Word document or something that does not automatically populate the next invoice number. Because if you're using software, don't worry about an invoice number because it automatically populates. So you don't have to worry about it. But now with people who are using like Word or Excel or something like that, you will need to create invoice numbers. And those invoice numbers will be the things that, the, the number that is unique to that job. So don't use that invoice number for another invoice. You know, so to... You, you can start with 001, you know, and your first invoice is 001, the next one is 002, and it, it just goes on from there. But each invoice has to have its own unique invoice number. This is so, so important because it helps you to keep track of everything, and it helps the customer to also keep track of everything because you identify the job through this number. So it's so, so important. And I would suggest you even add it to your payment terms and say, please use invoice number as reference when paying this invoice. So that way you're able to keep track of everything and it's easy. When the payment comes in, you're like, oh, uh, what does this 750 pounds relate to? When you look at the reference, you're like, oh my gosh, I remember, you know, it was the job I did on the 15th that I sent this customer. So you, it's so easy for you to allocate it. And if the amount is wrong, it's very easy for you to go back to the customer and say, 
oh my gosh, instead of paying 754, you paid 745, which happens very regularly, I might add. So you're able to sort all these things out through this invoice number. So an invoice number is so, so important for your business. So make sure every invoice you raise has a different invoice number. So we move on from there. So you have your invoice number, it's, you, you've, you've identified it, it's 001, because we, now we, we're picturing, we're starting afresh, you know, this is a new business, you know, we are excited, we do plumbing, and now we've got a job, and we went to this IT company, and now we're raising the invoice. So our first invoice, ever, 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 001, boom, done. So, invoice date, tick, invoice number, tick and we're talking about the right-hand side of our A4 paper. So what do we move down to? We move down to the reference. Now, always, always on an invoice number, always have a reference. So what is a reference? And this is now below your invoice number. A reference is what the customer will identify this job with. So a reference, this is where we talk about purchase orders. So if a company uses purchase orders, make sure you get that purchase order number. I don't care how long it takes you because the minute you get your purchase order number, you are guaranteed payment because companies that use purchase orders, those are companies that have budgets, you know, so they'll be able to easily identify this invoice with a budget, say, for a different department, and then they'll send you payment. That will not be a problem. If you have no purchase order number, if they don't use purchase order numbers, that is even better because then you don't have to worry about anything. So in this reference box, maybe you can write something that can jog the memory of the person you did the work for. So maybe if they say to you, send it to our accounts department, we have no purchase order number, and you're looking at your reference box and thinking, what should I write in here? Write the name of the person that asked you to do the work. You know, write something that will jog their memory. So this reference book is so important and you should always have it on your invoices and you should always fill it out because this is where the customer will look and say, ah, I remember that was the plumber that came in on the 15th and did the work. So always, always write the name there. So if it was John Smith that actually rang you from, I don't know, the, 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 the marketing department and he was like, can you come in? Or even the facilities manager and is like, can you please come in and do this work? Do you have a purchase order number? No, just come in and do the work. Then by all means, in the reference, just write John Smith. So that, that way they'll contact him and say, do you know this invoice? And he'll say yes. And then they'll pay you. So just make sure you have something in that reference. If you're not sure, ring John Smith, whoever gave you the work, and say, what should I write in here? You know? But just have something that will speed up the process of your invoice being looked at and paid on time. So you have it there. Um, so let's start with the right-hand side. So we've done the invoice date. We've done the invoice number. We've done our reference. You know, So all these things are just underneath each other on the right-hand side of your invoice. Then what do you have after that? You have your VAT number. That's if you're VAT registered. If you're not VAT registered, don't worry about it at all. Don't put anything there. But if you're VAT registered, by all means, have your number there. Then, top right corner still, 
you have your logo. So your logo should be at the top of your right hand side, at the very, very top, at the top, just, just a nice, beautiful logo and just put it at the top so they can know that, you know, this is a business, you know. And then you have your from box. This is normally under the logo. So basically you have two columns on your right hand side. One column has the invoice date, the invoice number, the reference, VAT number if you have. But then now we're talking about the far, far right hand side, you know. That second column towards the end of the top right hand side. So you have your logo at the top, in the top box up there. You have your logo. Underneath your logo, you have... So this information will be literally next to your to your invoice date, you know. That's the second column. But the f far, far right-hand side column will be your logo. Underneath your logo, by all means, put your name, put the name of your business... And put your address so you have two columns in the far right hand side and you have your logo in the top corner you have your name and address underneath your logo and then right next to that there is that column in the still in the far right corner but next to all this information you have your your invoice date your invoice number your reference so you have two columns in the far right and i hope those are clear now if not drop me a line and i'll show you how it looks i just really wish this was like on screen and then i would sort of like show you exactly you know how it looks and then <clears throat> it would be clearer but now just visualize it just visualize it look at different invoices that you get especially from larger businesses you know and see how they do it and you'll see what I mean, hopefully, yeah? So anyway, so we move down. So we have things on the left-hand side, things on the right-hand side of our A4 paper. So now we move down and now everything goes across. So across we have a description of what our service is. So now this is coming underneath their name and address the customer's name and address so we're going back to the left but this time we're going to move across the paper you know across we're doing a whole line so if you have a word document just put a whole line underneath all the stuff you've been doing at the top because you have stuff on the left hand side stuff on the right hand side do a line because the description cuts across the whole paper so it comes underneath the customer's name and address. So you're going back down there and you're writing your description. So you write, be very clear with your descriptions, you know. Sometimes you're in a hurry and you're like, oh, what should I write in here, you know. But just be clear. Just be as clear as possible because this will speed up the process. So you'll say, plumbing done, 15th of March, extra spares. You know, j just make sure you write whatever it was that happened. And you can, again write the name of the person just in case they've missed your reference box at the top you can again write and say john smith marketing department so they'll be able to know and then next to your description is the quantity so if it's goods especially this is easy you know if you sold three drums you're able to write three in the quantity 
and then unit price if each drum costs 15 pounds you'll write 15 and then next there's a VAT so if there's any VAT if you're VAT registered that's your box you'll write the VAT in there and then the total price so that comes up to 3 times 15 so you'll write 45 pounds in there and that's your total so this goes across guys across so the first one is a description then the next box next to the description is the quantity next to the quantity is the unit price <clears throat> next to the unit price is the VAT next to the VAT is the total price so now you've done your line and it's finished then you move underneath the total price you put a total so you have your subtotal underneath the, the total price you have your subtotal so it will come up to i don't know uh 15 pounds 45 pounds and then if you're vat registered you add the 20 percent vat 